Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into episode two of the Young Black and Filming podcast. My name is Courtney Nicole, also known as Live with Court. And today we're talking to my friend Marlon Curtis, and we're discussing his journey from production assistant to BET editor. I believe his story is so inspiring. I think you guys are going to really love it. So we're just going to roll right into it. Go what is your role at BET? Uh, I'm an editor for digital digital news. How did you how did that position come about? Like how did you get connected with that? Networking is key. Um it was just so crazy. I went in as a PA, uh, and I hit the ground running and you know, um started networking with a lot of people. I found a mentor early on and then uh, you know, just kept on working my way up from there. And um you know, closed mouths don't get fed. Right, so right. I started asking a bunch of questions, and questions got answered. So I got in there quicker than I expected. So it was just a surprise, but it was definitely, um, I definitely appreciate, you know, the people that helped me along the way to get where I'm at today. So That, that word networking is so big because that's kind of how, <clears throat> excuse me, that's kind of how we met was because I randomly exactly. decided to do a a black girls rock um, show as a PA. Well, I was a producer's assistant, and you yep. had so it was you and Lance, right? Yep. And you all sure had was. yeah. You guys had so much like spunk. I, I'm not gonna say nobody else did, but you all had like this different type of hunger. I was like, who are they? Like, who are they? They're <laughs> yeah. going somewhere. They seem fun. I need to talk to them. Let me take it back. Like, okay. how did you start? Like, what made you say? This is the industry I want to be in. Oh, so I, I mean, you know, I always, uh, for some reason, from a young age, I wanted to work in the television slash movie industry. Um, I, I just knew it. I wanted to work in here in some capacity. And basically, uh, when I was younger, I used to watch these shows, and specifically like Disney Channel and like, you know, all these movies and stuff. And, I would always wish that I was there where I can be the, like that kid that's doing like the acting or whatsoever. But as I grew up, um, that changed. I figured why not be the one creating these stories and bringing these stories to life for people to watch. So I just always knew from young on that I wanted to be in this industry in some capacity. So, yeah, you know, I just I stuck with it. I stuck with my gut and, you know, it's, it's working out for me. Yeah. So, did Did you go to school for like any film at all, or did you just kind of? No, I actually didn't. I I went to uh, college first for um, communications, media, and film. But then I left school because uh, financial aid wasn't supporting me anymore. And um, that's actually when I hit the ground running with you know my first PA gig production assistant gig at BET and you know I just kept on going I wasn't going to let school discourage me right um everything that I knew up until that point was self-taught so uh yeah I just didn't let that stop me and I I just like me leaving school to add a fuel to the flame and just you know I just hit the ground running with I mean I think everything in life happens for a reason do you do you look think about it in in retrospect now like had I finished school I might not have had the same hunger like do you think about it like that I feel like either way I was going to do this and you know not to sound cocky it's just 
Like, I, it's always been in me, like, regardless. But it's just the fact that I couldn't finish school, it gave me that extra push, you know, like, all right, okay, it's, it's real. You know, uh, government isn't supporting you anymore with school. So, you know, let's, let's make something out of this. Let's not, you know, just give up on hope and, and not do anything. Let's do something with this. So, yeah. Okay, so, and you from Jersey, right? New Jersey? Yes, Newark. Newark? Is where you met me. Yes, yeah. yes. And I was like, where are we? You was like, this is Newark. Like, this is New Jersey. I had never been to Jersey. Yeah. And you guys were just yeah. so, I just, I never forget that because I was literally like, yo, what am I doing? These people seem a little rude. Like, what am I, like, not you all, but like just the whole, like, you know, being in this industry, even if you around black or white people, like people have their way of acting, you know, people have their way of being and you really got to see past it. You know, you really got to see past it. So what is it like? What has it been like? I mean, for majority of your your career at this point, you've worked a lot with BET, correct? Yes. So true. what has that been like? I mean, because most people don't have that experience to work with. Because at BET, you do get a sense of black, you know, black pride, black yeah. people. Yeah. You do. Like, so what has that been like versus, like, have you ever worked in a on a set where it was like majority white people ever? It's only been BET so far. Okay. <laughs> I, had, I had definitely... Uh, been offered um, to work on various sets, but, you know, uh, at the time I was working full-time security and I probably couldn't get the time off of work and, you know, I definitely had the opportunity to work on different sets, but um, it's just BT came at the right time each time. So I was like, hey, can I get this time off to go pursue my dreams? And he was yeah. like, yeah, go ahead. So you know, when that time was right, you know, it presented itself. When you first got the call, like, to say, yo, we need you at BET, what was that feeling like? The timeline with me being a PA to me actually getting hired full time at BET, it was less than a, a little over a year. Okay. I started uh, production assistant back in March of 2016, and I got hired uh, in June of 2017 for a full-time position. And, um, you know, I think that just come with the hard work that I put in and, you know, just making a name for myself. And, um, you know, I was going back on different production assistant gigs and, you know, somebody would ask me, like, hey, did you find anything full-time yet? And I'm like, nah, you know, I'm still freelancing as a PA now and you know I'm just still making my way and everybody would tell me like hey I'm gonna keep you in mind if anything come up and it's just like all right cool and uh right before the BT awards um in LA last year I received the call and they were like hey uh we have this position open it's editing I know you're more of a director you like camera work but you know and I was just like hey put me down I'll work my way up from there Right. So it, that was just history. You know, once I got in, it was just I hit the ground running and I started messing with the cameras like a week later. And, you know, it just, you know, if somebody take off, I uh, may fill in for them or, you know. Yeah. So it's just 
it's, it's been a lot of love and, and a pretty, pretty dope experience in like this last year. So I'll be a year old with BET in June this year. So yeah, it's been pretty dope working with uh, BET. What advice would you give to like somebody that's like, oh, I wanna, I wanna be in that industry. I wanna. They don't, they don't really have their self where they, they know they want to create, right? But they just don't know which lane is, is specifically for them. Like, what advice would you give them? Gotcha, gotcha. And, I mean, you know, I'm not the the person at the peak of my career to be giving advice, but the only the only uh, one piece of advice I can give would be to, um, you know, make a plan. Just set a plan and execute, no matter what gets in your way. Um just execute and there will be some setbacks and there will be some complete stops along the way of like you accomplishing that one or two or three or however many goals you have there will be some setbacks and some complete stops but when you have your mindset that shouldn't deter you from anything you know and my biggest thing was just networking uh when i got to bt I was a PA for um, Stephen Hill. Yeah, yeah. And that was my original, you know, PA position, freelancing, and I got called back to PA under Stephen Hill all the time. Uh, but as I was PAing for Stephen Hill, I was networking with other um, verticals and, you know, other departments. So that's how I got on with being a PA in the music department or being a PA in the digital department. And, you know, luckily I came in luck and, you know, got hired with digital full-time. So networking is key. And like I said, just make a plan and execute no matter what it is, you know, just keep your mindset and don't let anything stop you. What was the one piece of good advice that you received from your mentors or, you know, just anybody special in your, in your life that, kept you going, you know, this, that you think about that one quote, like, dang, like, this keeps me going and it sees me through everything that I've been through? I've always been told a closed mouth don't get fed. So... That's true. You yeah, have true. some people, you have some people that uh, will sit and I, I wouldn't say be comfortable, but they will be comfortable with where they are. And... They wouldn't ask for an extra push or they wouldn't ask to get put on to this project with this title. If, you know, it, it has to be something in you to say, all right, I can do this. Whatever this is, I can do it. I'm going to research it. I'm going to learn from other, whatever that position is, and I'm going to learn and then I'm going to go do it. I may mess up, but the life is going to be your best experience. Uh, uh, experience and best teacher you know um, falling on your face that helps you get back up you know like I fell on my face plenty of times but it's not about falling on your face and staying there it's about falling on your face and being able to get back up and potentially keep falling on your face until you get it right but um, you know I just feel like a closed mouth don't get fed if you don't ask you won't get fed so if if you feel like you want to go be a photographer and you know people that can get you in that position, but you're not asking, 
you know, a closed mouth don't get fed. That's that's just the realest advice I've ever heard, you know, and just moving forward, even with where I'm at now, like, you know, if I if I know that if I know my worth and I know that I can be somewhere by a certain time, I'm gonna ask, listen, uh, I know I'm doing this, but can I do this? Right, right. And you may you may hear a no, but use that as fuel to your flame because I use it as fuel to my flame. I'm going to make sure that I stay on top of that person. Hey, uh, all right, look, I know you said two weeks ago no, but, um, you know, they may say yes now. They may say no a hundred more times. But as long as you're consistent, you know, and stay persistent, you know, it's, it will definitely come eventually. Yeah, so, I'm, like, so proud of your story because um, I read a lot. And so, of course, as a – I mean, I think as a creative, you just – you learn how to research other people's stories, just period, anyway. And um, I read a lot about people who started as editors and camera people or just researchers and how they've uh, been able to really, really embark on different other uh, journeys just from – you know, you come from these ideas like, oh, we have we all have humble beginnings. But it's the truth. Like, you start – you have to start from somewhere. And then exactly. once you start from somewhere, you, it's, it's up to you to, like, take it to another level. Exactly. You know, exactly. so I think um, what is – what's been one of your struggles as far as being an independent, like, filmmaker, though, like, on your independent side? I would say probably the hardest thing is not having the proper resources. Mm-hmm. So at BET, everything's available for you to do whatever you have to do for BET. But outside of that, you know, it's just having those resources, having a, if you're a director, having a producer to be on set with you or having a, uh, a camera operator so you can just focus on directing or if it's just a, a producer having a camera operator, so you can just focus on producing. I actually took that plan into action by starting my own company and, uh, you know, Direct Focus Films. Myself and my production team, which are my lifetime friends, uh, we go through our ups and downs, but we know when it's time to get down to business. And, you know, I always tell my team, uh, Chase your dreams. Don't get caught up on, yeah, this. yes, I'm the CEO of Direct Focus Films, but don't get caught up just on Direct Focus Films. You know, you have a career to make for yourself as well. So I want you to be able to, I tell my chief operators all the time, you know, Seth, go and do what you got to do producing-wise. Oh, you want to go pick up the camera and do photography? Go and do it. Don't get caught up on my dream of having this production team, making it flourish, having a hundred plus members down the line and, you know, flourish. I want you to flourish. I don't want you to get caught up on just my dream. Get caught up on your dream as well. And let's just put that same energy into this bigger bigger fish so that one day I can potentially leave wherever I'm working to pursue just my company and, you know, make these big budget films and, and direct television and all of that good stuff. You know, shout out to my my whole production team, uh, Joseph being my CEO and Andrew and Takai and Eric. You know, I appreciate those guys. You know, some days I may feel discouraged, but, um, you know, they remind me like, hey, listen, we started this for a reason. 
let's keep on going. So and filmmaking is a real community project type of yeah, thing, it anyway. Is. It is. You know. It is. You need that. You need the person. It's a um. I was looking at. I had did a master class for Shonda Rhimes. I, it was like I think they have like master class or whatever. It's uh, on online, and so I saw where um, Spike Lee has a master class, and so he was explaining like my first film. I was the caterer. I was the director. Mm -hmm. I was mm -hmm. halfway the the costume person. Like I was yeah. the extra. I was in it. It's like you really have to be. Um, multifaceted and you really got I mean the one thing I will say about true filmmakers and real creatives is like if you don't love it you really won't do it exactly exactly I agree like I if you don't love agree, this you know. it's easy to be like F this I can go do something else like exactly exactly you gotta exactly. really that's, really that's, love that's it that's exactly what it's about so for the upcoming like BT has a lot going on right now. Like one Connie Orlando has come in there and it's just like a lot. Like I'm like, okay, like I'm paying attention. <laughs> I guess like what what's what's next for for you? Like what do you see next with you at BT and then just period for like yourself? Well, I mean, uh I would say just just growth. Okay. I never I don't want to be, you know, in the same position in the next five years or even the next year to be honest okay <laughs> you know i definitely want to keep on growing um and i'm def i'm gonna keep on growing like nothing's gonna stop me from from growing uh you know like i said you're gonna hear some no's you're gonna get some yeses you may get more no's than yeses but those yeses count and um you know we outside of bt my production team we're just flourishing right now uh, we have a couple short films that we're working on that we plan on entering into the film festival circuit. Yeah. Uh, as well as, you know, just um, get in our office and eventually having a studio to be able to have these brands come to us and say, hey, we want to shoot this at your studio. And it's like, you know, okay, well, it's a price that comes with that. You know, and that's, yeah. that's eventually the goal for uh, my team. But when it comes to myself, um, like I said, my ultimate goal is directing and producing feature films and television. So I'm just going to do whatever it takes to get to that, that point. Who are some directors and producers that you admire that you look up to and be like, yeah, I want to not necessarily be like them, but that they inspire me. I want to do that. Gotcha. Uh so I can definitely send Tyler Perry was one of my first inspirations. Um, his story is just, you know, I I just couldn't, I never slept in my van or anything mm. like that. I'm still at home with my mom and dad. Right, right, right. You know, just working my way up from there. But his story is just so inspiring, you know, for him to be poor to the things that, you all and I'm quite sure you watched his interview on Own with Oprah. Yeah. And the things yeah. that he said that he's been through is just it's like wow, like and you were able to bounce back after all of this. And his films are a lot of people say ignorant because of Medea and all of that good stuff, but it's very dynamic and it's very it's funny and it's for our people. And that's what I love about Tyler Perry. Um uh, Will Packer, 
as a producer. Definitely. Or, uh, you know, Ryan Coogler with, with uh, Black Panther. Ryan Coogler gets Ryan. it. I don't know what about Ryan Coogler. It's like he he just gets it. Like from Fruitville Station yes. to Creed. Exactly. To, he just gets exactly. it. Exactly. And for Ryan to have Black Panther being his third uh, movie, his third film, and the numbers that Black Panther just did, oh my God, it's, it's crazy. I yeah. think they said recently it surpassed Titanic. It did. It surpassed uh, Titanic. And Titanic came out, you know, so it's just, it's crazy to see these guys um, grow and flourish and, and the same skin color as me. So yeah. it's like, you know, I know I can do it. I know I can do it. Oh, that's deep. That's deep, bro. Like, watching them and you just telling yourself, like, I could do this. Like, look at... Especially, like, Ryan is so... I've only seen a couple interviews of him, and he's so, like... He's so Oakland. Like, he's still got the same slang and everything. (laughs) Yeah, like, he has, like... He got the same... It's, like, the same vibe. And that's what, you know... Like I said, this industry hasn't... I'm not really no big person like that. I'm just a couple years older than you, but it's just, like... I tried and I tried and I tried and I tried and that's the reason why I I couldn't I can't give up and I couldn't give up and I still can't give up because when you see Mm -hmm. something for yourself you just keep going exactly you just keep going and you never know where the opportunity is going to come but the one thing that is important is that as a creative you got to go out and create like everybody comes up to you and like yeah I'm a writer I remember I met and I say this all the time but I I had met Issa before Insecure had came out. And I met her. T- I was out in L.A. doing some work. And I had met her twice before the first season of Insecure came out. And the one thing mm. she kept saying was, like, I meet a lot of people who want to write but don't write. That's not cool. Mm. Wow. Like, you got to go and create. Like, it wasn't, you know, to her, it wasn't, you know, not, not, not creating basically wasn't an option. Like, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. you can have whatever job you want, but you got to create. Exactly. And so that made me, like, think to myself, like, ooh, let me get my life together because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be that person that's out there. Like, no, let me not do that. So since this is, like, you're my second interview, I just want to let you know that. What advice, that's yeah. what I've been asking people, what advice would you give me on continuing doing this and, like, you know, just any advice you have and, for me and just for the people that's listening. Oh, man. Just like Diddy said, can't stop, won't stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and and that's really it in a nutshell, to be honest. Like, just started something, now finish it. Yeah. You know, let's let's keep on going, you know, and I, I wish the best to to you with, with this podcast and, you know, for everybody to come after me and even before me, you know. Um, just keep going keep going and keep flourishing. Don't let anything stop you. I know we all have lives outside of what we do and we may be in relationships. We may, you know, some people may be married or you may be going through a divorce or something, but you can't let anything stop you. Mm-hmm. You can't let anything stop you from doing what you want to do in life. And I feel like that's when you'll find true happiness when you're doing what you want to do. And financial freedom. And financial <laughs> you know, freedom, because so, that's real. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's, that's like, that's, that's the only thing I can say when it comes to that. You can't stop, won't stop. 
I appreciate, but we we know as filmmakers, I don't think we touch on a lot. It's like financial freedom because it's such a that's such a topic of like, yo, I'm just trying to find the finances to get X, Y, and Z. Like, what does that ever come across your mind? Like, how you know, like because in this industry, sometimes it can be unstable. Like, how does that ever like oh, come yeah. across your mind? Like, yo, oh yeah, that's yeah, I, I definitely, you know dugging myself into credit holes to get equipment and yeah. all that good stuff and bad stuff. But, uh, but yeah, like, you know, when it comes to the, the financial tip, um, I mean, I don't have a million dollars in my bank account, but eventually I will. Right. And that just starts from working hard. You save your money, you invest your money, uh, right now. And I think, this this one guy all the time that worked with me, his name is Kobe, and he introduced me into the stock game. I knew what stocks were, but I just didn't know about trading them, you know. And right. Kobe sat me down when I was a PA freelancer at BET, and he was just like, yo, Marlon, this, this app called Robinhood, you can trade stocks on it. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> he was like, yo, bro, listen, trust me, put $50 in there. And... Right now, my my stock account a year and some change later is looking pretty healthy. Really? <laughs> because I'm doing the right things when it comes to stock trading and even in the cryptocurrency world. But it, like I said, it takes that networking to bring you back to wow. Like I done made this connection, and this connection has taught me something that will last a lifetime. Yeah. That will some some people they gain plenty just by trading stocks. You know, so it's just, I think Kobe all the time. I, I tell him all the time. We we could be texting, and I'm just like, yo, bro, like, I really appreciate you, man. And, like, I know he's probably going to hear this one day. Oh, yeah. But, like, I really appreciate him because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be trading stocks. And I wouldn't have thought of my money the way I think of it now back then. Shout out to Kobe. We're going to have to get Kobe on here. Shout out to Kobe. That's love. We're going to have to find Kobe. Tell Kobe he got to come on here, too. Like, that's that's real love. That's real love, though. Well, I appreciate you, bro, so much for taking out your time. Everybody, I want you guys to tune in. Where can people follow you and follow the business at, like, on social media? That's the next thing. Got you. So, I am Marlon, the director on Instagram. So, just Marlon, M-A-R-L-O-N, the director on Instagram, and my production team, Direct Focus Films on Instagram, at Direct Focus Films. And we also have our website, www.directfocusfilms.com. Check us out, book us, let's do some business, let's create something dope. Well, I am so proud of you, and I, like I said, I appreciate you for coming on, and I can't wait for everybody to hear this and have fun. And, um... Whatever else that you have going on in your life, just keep me updated and keep me keep me in the loop. I want to know everything. I want to know. I want to update the people. I want people to know what you got going on. Um, you are truly a star, and I can hear it, and I can see Thank it, you. and I knew it when I first met you. 